0: Hey guys, what's up? Oh, I probably just screamed into that. What's up? Back with Fresh Daily Megs. Um, I am going to bang out so many episodes today, so like, let's just get started. I know you guys don't know that, but like, I'm, I'm going to do it. But I guess I should just start off. Um, this episode, I'm just going to go into this episode because why not? It's all about me. So I guess one, th- it's going to be 10 things you don't know about me. But I think along the way, I'll just add in some sprinkles here and there. I feel like it's important as maybe an, an influencer. To like humanize yourself you know you're not a character humanize yourself show your weird quirks and i think before this isn't even on the list of things that i wrote down but i'm like an ipad kid i run a little restaurant and um it's going great you know you decorate it you make dishes and um you can level up i'm on level 16 of this restaurant game i posted it on twitter i don't know if anyone cares but you know what's funny something that i noticed every time you level up in this game which i'm sure is for like 12 year olds um it goes do you want to post this to facebook you're on level 16 and i really thought to myself i was like imagine who actually does imagine you're playing temple run and you beat your high score you beat the all-time high score and it's like do you want to share this to facebook who does that do i want to let the world know i'm an ipad kid iphone kid No, I don't even own an iPad. A lot of people have an iPad. I've never been one to have an iPad. That's another thing I just want to mention. Before I even get into the 10 things about me, everyone I know has an iPad. Uh, But hear me out. Hear me out. I would love an iPad if I was gifted one. So I didn't have to pay for it. But why would you buy an iPad if you have a laptop and an iPhone? It just seems like an awkward in-between stage. I I don't know. I, I don't see the hype. But if I was gifted one, mom... Yeah, I would really like that for Christmas, honestly. Apple Watch, I see an Apple Watch hype. I love my Apple Watch. Not wearing it right now, but you know the vibes. Let's get into it. All right, find my text with Isabel, cause I texted all my notes to her. Perfect. All right, guys, let's get started. Ten things you probably don't know about me, and completely unwarranted, probably didn't ask for, but I'm going to talk about it. All right, great. Um, I think I actually mentioned to mention this in one episode. I always like sprinkle things in random episodes, but I'm really OCD and people are like, oh no, like I, no, it's bad. OCD with cleanliness. So I Lysol my phone twice a day. I Lysol, like whenever I go to hotels, I have Lysol wipes. I Lysol everything, which that's normal in COVID days. That's like normal now, but I lice all my water bottle that I take to the gym if it touches the treadmill. I I lice all my airpods. My apartment is deep cleaned every two days. I'm talking wash my bath mats, wash my shower, wash the floors, vacuum the floors, wash the kitchen, clean out my fridge. It's clean already. Why am I doing that? I don't know. But I have intense OCD. But honestly, that's kind of a good thing, kind of not a good thing, because I'm not okay with like, like when I have people over. I feel bad doing it, but like I'm like, take the shoes off before you even enter my apartment. I'm not like that crazy, but I, I am at the same time. I try to say it in a nice way that I don't seem like I'm psycho, but I'm I'm sure some people that I've had over are just like, what are you doing? Your apartment is your safe space. Who wants to be laid up with their outdoor clothes that been, have been touching the subway? Well, I can't do that. I usually don't even sit on the seat. I, I lean on the wall with my backpack. I don't even lean with my actual back, my backpack. And I spray my backpack down with Lysol when I get home. Psycho. I don't let my hair touch airplane seats. I don't let my hair touch train seats. I don't let my hair touch anything unless I know I'm going to wash it right after. So, okay, actually, maybe it's a little bit of a problem. Maybe I shouldn't have ghosted my therapist, but that's okay. I think that's, like, the least worst thing to have in life. It's also, like, with me, too. Like, I need to shower all the absolute time, like, twice a day. I can't do anything without showering before. I can't do anything without brushing my teeth before. But like, I guess that's a like, good. That's good. You don't want to be like unhygienic. But it's to the point where it's you know, my skin gets a little dry sometimes from washing my hands. But <laughs> anyways, oh okay, this one's interesting. I actually broke my back in high school, and before you make jokes about it, I actually was in a back brace, like a, a not a plas- like a like a hard plastic one, not like a bendy one, a hard back brace. And fun little fun fact about this. When I was getting my back brace, they let me pick out a design, and I was like 15, 14. I didn't know I was going to move to New York at this point. I My sister lived in New York, but I I, I visited all the time, and I think I picked it because of her, but all out of all the designs, pink, purple, butterflies, they had the Manhattan skyline, and not just like a cartoon drawing. It was like an actual picture of New York City on my back brace, so like... Honestly, it, it sounds kind of ugly now that you think about it. Like, why do you want to wear that as like your medical device? I don't know. It completely wrapped around me like you could see the, like the Freedom Tower and everything. But um, no, that's what I chose for my back brace design. And that's funny because I ended up actually moving to Manhattan. So, kind of fun. Yay, look at that. I had to wear it 24 hours a day except for when I was showering. You can imagine how uncomfortable it is to be wrapped up in a hard plastic cocoon, laying in bed. You can't stretch or anything. Oh, d- don't mind trying to eat. If you get bloated, you gotta like loosen the straps a little bit. It's awful. It was terrible. And I was in driver's ed when I got when I broke my back. I broke it because of cheerleading. I think I did too many back handsprings. Um, cheerleading is about perfection, so I had to do back handsprings and back handsprings, and back handsprings. Until I got it like perfect on timing with the rest of my team. And uh, that repetitive motion eventually just cracked, cracked my back. It' was really interesting. I still get like phantom pain from that. But like I said, I was in driver's Ed while this happened. So you know, that's like a week long. You're with kids from other schools. you're sitting in this like hot, sweaty classroom. it's gross. At least that's my experience. It just was not nice. And um, all the boys called me Robocop. I didn't even know who RoboCop was, and when I was writing this down, I actually Googled RoboCop. I don't know where it's from, but I, I was RoboCop, and it did make me upset a little bit. But I, me, old Megan had such thin skin, I can't imagine crying over being called RoboCop now. So mid. All right. <laughs> oh, why is this even interesting? This isn't even interesting. Okay, so everyone complains about school. I even complain about school. I'm not perfect. But I have to admit, I actually really like doing homework. There is something, maybe this is about my OCD. Maybe it's about having my routine. I love doing homework d- within reason. If it's like a homework that I have to like go back and forth and quizlet and research and copy and paste into the search bar to find the answers, that, that's out of my realm. That's too hard. If it's something that you can sit down and just get done with like the use of your brain, I love that. Oh my gosh. Having to like work on something and then pass it in and know you're going to get a good grade for it back is like, mwah, like chef's kiss. It really keeps me focused. I enjoy school too. But I think everyone knows that. I tell everyone that and they're like, "You're you're weird." But like school's fun. It's like a little routine. I don't know. It keeps me grounded. Um oh. This is like just Okay, this is in lieu of some comments I was like getting recently. I sh- I show I was showing like some old photos of me as a kid and um People always ask if my hair is naturally curly, and I'm like, it is. But like, literally, I think from the age of three, I had self-awareness about my curly hair and that I did not know how to like make it look good. And a curly hair was just like not in style. Like I feel like it was like you looked at like all the girls on TV and they all had the pin straight hair. Like there was not like I literally just saw pin straight hair. So straightening your hair was like the absolute norm in the early 2000s. So I think from age three to age 20, I. Straightened my hair. No one knew I had curly hair. And then one day, I think through TikTok, I saw this other girl with like hair just like mine, and I was like, oh my God, that is so pretty. And so I learned like curl products. I learned how to like moisturize my curls. And that's how like my hair started to become curly again, even after like literally 17 years of heat damage. So people ask me all the time, like, is your hair curly? Yes, it's naturally curly. It's not naturally blonde though. I do dye it blonde, I think blonde curls are like also mwah, chef's kiss. So no, I did not get a perm. I don't know why people always ask if I get a perm. So weird. But no, like literally little three-year-old Megan like was asking my older sister to like straighten my hair. And then like by the age of like 10, 11, I learned how to do it myself. Funny little backstory, Amanda, my sister, if you're watching this, I had to learn how to straighten my own hair. Amanda would wake up every day. She's 11 years older than me. So she had like a full-time job at this point when I was like 10 years old. She was 22 or 21. I had to learn how to straighten my hair because one morning before school... I was upset because Amanda was in a rush getting to her job. And of course, self-centered me was like, you can't straighten my hair. How am I going to look good for the other 10 year old boys in my classroom? Are you kidding me? You have a real job? That's not important to me. I got so mad at her for straightening her own hair and not paying attention to me and my needs, please. I threw a bowl of Cheerios at her, like milk and everything. And it was like not even like fresh. It was like soggy. Like i had been holding that bowl for like the entire argument of her like not straightening my hair and um she vowed to never straighten my hair again i had to learn from there on out and uh that really humbled me that really humbled me that day so amanda if you're alive if you were if you're watching this please straighten my hair again because it's we're having a moment Ah! oh my gosh i would love sushi you can keep this in it's okay wait from where wait that actually might One of my things is I eat sushi every two days, at least. Sometimes I've done it twice a day. That's not that's not good, but yeah, no, that's one of my things. I eat sushi like all the time, but there is like a little you have to have like a fine line. So, sushi, as we know, it can be cooked fish, raw fish, or no fish at all. You're not supposed to have a lot of fish, I learned, because it has like mercury or it could have parasites all that fun stuff, if not taken care of properly. I don't know where I'm ordering sushi from. When I go on Seamless, I order from whoever has a coupon. And it's always yummy. I mean, I don't know like how they're handling it, but you know, it's good and I eat it. My thing about sushi, though, is that I don't always eat the fish. So I reserve like the raw fish sushi for like special occasions. Like if I'm going to a restaurant, Or something like that because you can't eat it every day so technically when i eat sushi every day i'm actually eating cucumber and avocado sushi just to like get my sushi fix with the soy sauce and spicy mayo you guys know the vibe it's so good if you don't like sushi just like update your palate a little bit i think you need to like get the new apple software update or something plug yourself in put yourself in rice because really grow up like sushi it is so good it is so it's not even bad for you too and it's like oh my god no eat sushi get yourself a software update Why did I write so much about food? I wrote one other thing about food. I have a weird thing for soft foods like smoothies, mashed potatoes, soups, anything that takes no effort. This all stemmed from my wisdom tooth removal. So when I got my wisdom teeth removed last year, I was in so much pain and I actually started to fall in love with like no effort foods soup first of all Amazing having to like drink something savory is like so good And if you have never been to Whole Foods They have a whole rack of soups like like fresh soups like ones you just heat up in the microwave and I'm telling you if there is a kid in a candy store and it's me with soup, it's that. It's that. It's so good. I think there's like a loaded baked potato one. There's like broccoli and cheddar, tomato, lobster bisque. Oh, wow. I've done three of those now. I'm going to start rating stuff based on chef's kisses. And I give that five chef's kisses. They're lobster bisque. So good. I love seafood. And also mashed potatoes. If there's one thing that I can easily make that'll fill me up for like hours, it's like, mashed potatoes i just swear and i know how to make mashed potatoes real good you know you add a little bit of cream a little bit of butter salt and pepper some seasoning you know and then i make my own gravy right Yeah, this can cook so it's actually so great because ever since i got my wisdom though i've just like discovered all the amazing things in life that usually people resent after they have their wisdom teeth people like i'm never having ice cream or jello again First of all, I don't like sweet things, yuck. And then second of all, I just discovered my love for them. So I, I always have like potatoes in my apartment. Like I have a whole cabinet full of like huge russet potatoes and I'm not sorry about it. Next thing, as a little kid, my dream job was to be a tattoo artist. This stemmed from my dad getting a tattoo when I was young by like the Kat Von D. So we were in LA, my sister was shooting a reality show. And we stopped by Kat Von D. She had a show at the time. I think it was called L.A. Inc. And she ran this tattoo shop. So it's kind of like how, like, you know, when there's other reality shows, about people that like do services like Pawn Stars or something like that. So we knew about L.A. Inc. We knew about Kat Von D. So we went in and she gave my dad a tattoo. And so from there on out, I was like, I I'm an artist. I want to do that. Meanwhile, like at that age I was drawing like giraffes. And I always thought I was really good at drawing giraffes and like SpongeBob for some reason. So like I I personally thought I could definitely tattoo like a portrait on somebody's arm. And you know what? Honestly, I'm kind of glad I got rid of this idea because there's so much blood in tattoos and also also that's permanent that's going on someone's body if someone doesn't like that like can they sue you i don't know if they can sue you maybe you like don't get paid or something but like that is so scary i have too much anxiety to put something on somebody's body permanently and hope they're okay with it just hope they're okay with it yeah they do the stencil but like stencil's a whole different idea from the thing actually being on you i don't know i'm glad i grew out of that then i wanted to be miss america or miss usa or something um we all know that's not happening i grew up in the woods why did i write it like that i didn't actually grow up in the woods i had like a little lake house like this little cabin type thing and um i grew up like snowboarding skiing fishing hunting on a boat little country girl so when i tell you i had a luke bryan phase i had a luke bryan phase when i was 14 i think i would like cry if i watched his music videos and i know people are just now kind of discovering country i feel like country became cool in like 2019 2020 I was always country i wasn't like just dressing up to go to the country concerts i wasn't like a fan of like all these new artists like i was like homegrown jason aldean all those guys and i was like full-on i don't know i like thought fishing was the coolest thing ever like bass pro shops was like my home so i don't know i'm glad i grew out of that too because if i had done my dream at 14 of living in the woods hunting and fishing and loving every day as as Luke Bryan says, you know, um, I never would be here. And the fact that I've done completely 180 city girl vibe is absolutely insane to me. So I think 14 year old Megan would not like <laughs> Megan now, because I'd like consider myself city girl. But that's how I grew up. So got some got some uh, what's that word? Some depth to me. Depth depth yeah that word. I used to think I had a country accent too. I used to wear cowgirl boots. I thought. I was the it girl. Yeah, I grew up in the woods. Oh, I have two things left. I think it think started ever since I started living alone, but like, I am literally the mom of the group. I'm the mom of my friend group, even though I don't seem like it sometimes. Like, I just feel like I'm such a mom. I ask people, did you eat today? Did you get, Did you do well in class today? How was your class? How did you do that test? Are you going to study tonight? Why am I so concerned? I don't know, but I have just like a motherly gene within me. And then my last one is I have an immense fear of flying. I have, like, tweeted about this before, before, before. I have to fly a lot for overtime, of course. And it's funny, because I will never say no because of the flying fear. But I do need somebody by my side. I think the last flight I had, they announced severe turbulence. And I looked over at Kendall, and I was like, Kendall, just talk to me. (laughs) Just talk to me the whole time. And I actually was okay. I usually bring, like, a little stress toy, like a stuffed animal or something. And it helps, honestly. And playing Temple Run. But let me tell you, the last flight I went on, not the last flight, the second to last flight, when I was like flying into Ohio, you guys will hear about this in like another episode about how All Star Weekend went. Um, but I was flying into Columbus, Ohio, and they announced, hey, we're about to hit severe turbulence. I've never heard that in my life. I've just had turbulence. And when they say severe, that means like the level is not green, it's not yellow, it's red. The plane started going like this. And when I tell you, it was—it kept making me die in Temple Run. Here's me just trying to be distracted, and every time the plane goes, through, I literally swiped off the side of the thing on Temple Run. So you know what? That pilot, he did a good job of landing us, but I, I don't know. I would say 6 out of 10. 6 out of 10 for that whole experience. But I will always fly. I just hate flying. So if I can make a buddy on the plane, too, I will. As long as you talk to me, I'm good. And those are the completely unwarranted facts about me. I don't know. I'll think of more if you guys want them, but that's it. Finn. Bye!